Hello, everybody, and welcome to turn to page 20. Ooh, the alliteration actually was quite nice there. Mmm, uh, we are doing tripped off the tongue. I should have kept going too because I could have said turn to page 20 toy terror. Batteries <gasps> included. I beefed it. I beefed it. To batteries included. I mean, look, go the whole yard. <laughs> turn to page 20 toy terror tatteries included. You, you know what that you. basically sounds like? is effectively like a, a ventriloquist dummy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to substitute the P letter for a T instead because they can do that under their voice. Yeah. Could be. Uh, but this is no ventriloquist dummy. It is a different type of inanimate uh, object that looks quite human. It is a baby yeah, dog. Exactly. No hands required. Apparently, mm. batteries were included. We're not yet certain whether or not those are required. I'm certain at some point here we're going to open up the doll, you know, a la the end of Chucky, the first Chucky. Sure, open sure. up the doll and see that there's either no batteries in there or there are batteries in there, which we take out, and then the doll is still working. I mean, it's a very Chucky like sure, sure. cover. Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, sorry, uh, to translate for the Zoomers, uh, it's a Megan. It's a Megan like there cover. They, it's, a, it's very Megan. Very Megan. For me, it's just like, it's Woody and Buzz, you know? Yikes. <laughs> For me, it's the Megan vibes. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we're kind of barely in... Well, okay, I was going to say we're barely in Warp World until I realized that that behind her is a shelf. Uh, that yep. is curved like a rainbow. Uh, upon the shelf, there is a top, a robot toy, a stuffed bear, a fire truck... And then she's, like, I I guess I am confused. She looks like she's bursting out of a portal, but also it's glass? Yes. Uh, so, this is one of those weird types of magic where it is both mystical and physical at the same period of time. So, a la, like, Doctor Strange, she's conjured a portal sure. out of spinning light directly in front of her. But she does have to break through glass in yeah. order to actually protrude the other side. Yeah, what a shame, too. Just get all the scrapes and bruises and cuts every single time. I just want to use some magic. What's so, wrong? Mm. What's so bad there? But you know what else I want to do? I want to read the Beware page. Oh, beware. <gasps> do not read this book from beginning to end. It's official. You're a grand prize winner. Pick your prize. A tour of the Halsey Toy Company or Halsey's newest toy. A kid-sized robot called the Annihilator 3000. <laughs> We're already there, huh? <laughs> I, uh, immediately. A kid-sized robot called the Annihilator 3000, but choose carefully. Take the tour and you'll get locked in the factory, where the toys come alive at night. Watch out the Zorgs. Those nasty monster toys want to suck out your brain. And stay away from nasty Kathy. This living doll may look sweet, but her heart is pure evil. If you chose the robot... Make sure you're ready for trouble. The Annihilator is bent on destruction. No. First it goes after your cat. Then it goes after you. <laughs> Yikes. How do you disable a raging robot? You're in control of the scary adventure. You decide what will happen and how to be terrifying. The scares will be. I, I do appreciate that these Beware pages have, to an extent, been slightly more spoilery. Just enough to, like, yeah. guide us into, like, okay, do you want to engage with the thing on the cover? It's this path. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get these two choices early and you will get, uh, you know, a, a nudge in the right. Well, more like a massive shove and a like mm -hmm. and a neon sign in the right direction. But still also 
beware, do not read this book from beginning to end. It does seem so menacing. I guess, like, it does not imply that the, uh, <laughs> that the outcome, the negative repercussions are just, because you'll be confused. Yeah, exactly, right? It's... Like, it feels like you could just have, don't read this book from beginning to end at the very top, but adding beware makes it feel like there is an element of danger. Like, you put beware out front of a guard dog sign. Like, beware the guard dog that may bite you to death. Yeah. I don't know why it's taken until, uh, turn to page 20 for me to... Uh, you know what? Maybe I felt that in the first... I don't know. It's been so... It's cool to be like, hey, it's been so long since the first episode that I don't remember. <laughs> It's a cool position to be in. It could easily be the second time that we've mentioned this. I don't know if I will have mentioned this last time, but to me, this is effectively analogous to beware, push, not pull. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, push, don't pull your way over to uh, page one. Let's do it. Hey, mom, look at this. I'm a winner. You shout. You race into the house with a letter that's just arrived in the mail. It came in a strange black envelope addressed to you. The words Halsey Toy Company are printed on the back. Look, Mom! You wave the letter in the air. I won! For real! <laughs> that's nice. Your mother's reading the newspaper. She doesn't look up. Mom, for real! I won the grand prize! You announce happily. Oh, that's great, sweetie. You can tell she's really not listening i get my choice you go on a tour of the halsey toy factory or their biggest and best toy the annihilator 3000 it's like this totally cool robot it's almost as big as i am the annihilator what honey she looks up you've got her attention now when did you enter this contest she asks hey that's weird you think uh, i didn't you admit your mom looks concerned. How'd they get your name? She wants to know. Go to page two. I mean, yeah, first red flag. You didn't enter the contest. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of announcing it like, I won the contest. Which I contest? Know. Well, I, I didn't enter one, but I, I won. <laughs> this, yeah. this is the exact kind of person who would have gotten absolutely bamboozled by spam in the early 1990s. Oh, 100%. This Are person's we... three years away from having to shut down their email account. Toy Terror batteries included release date. I must know. 1997. <gasps> August 1997. This so... person was on the digital cusp. Yeah. I can't wait to see how the, the books might shift, you know? Oh no. <laughs> I'm ready for the time capsule energy of it came from the internet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just I just thought about that too. <laughs> uh you glance down at the envelope in your hand. It seems creepy that it's black. Uh, I don't know how they got my name. You admit. Your mom thinks for a minute. Maybe it was that electronic game we bought for your birthday last year. You remember, we sent your name in on registration. Oh, that must be it. You say, sighing with relief. <sighs> Isn't it great that I won? Oh, sweetheart. Your mom pats your shoulder. Don't you get your hopes up too high. Sometimes these contests are fake. They say you've won, but there's a catch. 
You gotta buy magazines or something. No way! You protest. The letter doesn't say anything about magazines. <laughs> it's, it says about supplements. You hurry <laughs> to the phone and call the special number in the letter. You dial it and a man answers. A man with a scratchy voice. Hello. He says, addressing you by name. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. I've been waiting for you, cool. Go on to page three. All right. What prize do you want? The man asks. You hadn't really thought about it, and then it hits you. The man knew your name. Hello. <laughs> but how? <laughs> this person bamboozled every time they pick up the phone. Uh, hello? How do you know my <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> man knew your so they name. walk down the, the street, hell? someone waves at them. They're like, how do you know my secret handshake? <laughs> A shiver goes down your spine. You shake your head and try and concentrate. So he knew your name. Big deal. Not every kid on the planet has such an obvious name. Has won uh, a huge prize. Hey, hello? Hello. Yeah. Hello, hello. Are you still there? The man calls. You've got to say something. Which prize do you want? The letter says that if you take the tour of the Halsey Toy Factory, you get a free video game too. But the Annihilator 3000 is the best toy the company makes. Um... If I choose the tour of the toy factory, can I bring a friend? You ask. Uh, sure. He replies. So what's it going to be? If you want a tour of the Halsey Toy Factory, turn to page 44. Annihilator 3000. Page 69. Well, I thought I had my mind made up. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a video game at the Halsey Toy Factory. Yeah, but I will say... I don't. Do you have a? Do you have the pull towards one? Honestly, I only have the the meta gaming pull that I'm attempting to suppress within myself at all times of looking at the two of these and going. One of them's named Annihilator Three Thousand. Like, what level of bluff are they playing on? Oh sure. Well, I mean, I will say we do kind of know that this is just picking the story. Because mm. these are the Beware page. And if we want to engage with Creepy Chucky Doll, it is in the Halsey Toy Factory. That is very, very true. Which I'm down to do. I'm down to as well. I think it's in the spirit of uh, the recent release of Megan, etc. Yes. And the continued release of the Chuckies. Hey, that franchise isn't dead yeah. yet. Don Mancini's still working. Yeah. Megan Fever, alive and well. Chucky Fever also, Ooh. yeah. I'll take the tour. You tell the man. Fine. He says. He gives you an address. Be here at four o'clock Saturday afternoon. Uh, thanks. You say. And then you add. Hey, hey, how did I win this prize anyway? But the man doesn't answer. He's already hung up. The next day, you call your friend Benny and invite him to come on the tour with you. Benny just moved in the neighborhood. You've only known him for a couple weeks, but your best friend is grounded for the third time this year, so you've been hanging out with Benny. He's funny, and he'll try anything once. <laughs> Tore the Halsey Toy Company, Benny says. Cool. At four o'clock on Saturday, the two of you jump off your bikes in front of the factory. On top of the big white building, a sign trumpets, World's Largest Toy Selection. Wait, at the factory? <laughs> You open the door. I'm already and, ready yeah. to interpret that alternatively. 
Yeah. You open the door and step into the lobby. The first thing you see is teeth. Two rows of glistening, sharp fangs. It's a snarling guard dog, and it's headed straight for you. Leap out of the way on page 37. Benny screams as you try and leap away. Too late, the dog's sharp teeth clamp onto your pant leg. You jerk away, but the big dog is big. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and a fierce Doberman. And it won't let go. Benny! Help! You cry. Before Benny can move, a man with curly blonde hair and black glasses races towards you. Moons! Moons! Stop! The man yells. He aims a remote control at the dog and presses a button. The dog freezes in place. These new models never work right. The man mutters as you yank your pants free. Benny bursts out laughing. <laughs> it was just a toy! Your heart is still pumping a mile a minute, but you don't want to seem like a wimp, so you laugh too. <sighs> Sorry about that, the man says. I'm Bob Marvin, <laughs> chief of new designs here at Halsey Toys, but... Everyone calls me Babalu. <laughs> you must be here for the tour. Um, yeah. You glance over at the motionless dog. Saliva still drips from its mouth, which is frozen in a snarl. It looks so real. This place is cool, you decide, and you can't wait to see what's inside. Follow Bobaloo, 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 Bobaloo to page 55. Why not 52? Come on. Badoo, <laughs> Babalu, Babalu, Babalu swipes a magnetic key card over a panel and pulls open another door. The three of you walk into a huge factory. The room is full of chugging machinery and whirring conveyor belts. Wow, you think, gazing around. This is awesome. Across the factory is a huge glass wall. Through the glass, you can see a warehouse. Its shelves are stacked to the ceiling with toys. This way, Babalu calls, pointing towards the warehouse. He and Benny hurry off. You start to follow them when something catches your eye. Something that you can hardly believe. A line of dolls in pink dresses are riding on a conveyor belt. One of them suddenly sits up and looks around. For one second, her big blue eyes glance your way. She flutters her long lashes in surprise, and then she jumps off the assembly line and darts behind a machine. Whoa, do you really just see a living doll? You rub your eyes and blink hard. Should you run after it? <laughs> or should you run home and get your dad's camera? What? Yeah, okay. I, I love that this is instantly questionable for you as well. Run home and get our dad's camera. We had to ride our bikes here. What do we think we're just like... It just puts me in mind of someone in a national park and seeing a rare bird and going, Oh my God! Yeah. I'm going to have to travel home and pick up my camera. <laughs> when I get back... That'll be here, right? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, the, going home for the camera seems so dumb, but I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to be so mad if it, I kind of want to, I kind of want to know though, you know, it's, I have a morbid curiosity of like, what, what are you talking about? Go home for the camera, right? Mm -hmm. Like what I mean, I, does that possibly turn into? You know what? Let's find out. It's not a, I think this is good. This is a non-canonical thing. Uh, but, yeah. You can't believe it. 
that doll was alive. Your heart thumps with excitement. You want to chase after her. You want to run over and tell Benny. You want to call the reporter and be interviewed on television. But you decide to race home first and get your dad's camera. If you can catch the doll on video, maybe you'll be able to sell it to the news. You can make a ton of money. Besides, no one will believe you about a living doll unless you get proof, that is. You dash out of the door of the factory and ride your bike home, grab the camera, stuff it in your backpack, and then pedal like crazy back to the factory. When you return, Benny is waiting outside for you. He has a horrified look on his face. Turn to page 32. <laughs> Benny's eyes are wide with shock. Where did you go? He demands. I can't believe you left. You missed the tour. What? You gasp. It's over. Benny says. Boy, it was cool, too. You wouldn't believe all the great video games they let me play. Oh, no. You moan. It can't be over. I saw a doll come to life in there. We gotta get back in. You lunge at the factory door and yank on the handle. But it doesn't budge. It's locked. Benny declares behind you. Give up. They all went home. The factory's closed now. It's true. And anyways, the batteries in your camera are dead. Quickly, let's go run back home. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, face it. It's time to recharge your batteries. Rewind to page one and start this book over. Because for you, it has now come to the end. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. But also, we canonically know that nothing goes wrong. So I can't wait to go back to uh, page 98 when we run after the doll and find out that nothing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Uh, there is also a universe where we could just instantly redo this same loop, give Benny the best day of his life constantly. Honestly, and we'd be heroes. Exactly. I mean, but we won't. We, we won't do that. We could do that. Yeah. We won't do that. There's no time to lose, page 98. Yeah, uh, no time to mm. lose. Without thinking for another second, you dash off to follow the doll. You drop to your knees and crawl under a big piece of machinery, and then you snake your way through the factory towards the big glass wall. You see a glass door closing slowly in a flash of pink. The doll must have snuck into the warehouse. Benny! You shout, running back to find him. He's standing in front of a bank of video monitors with controllers in both hands? What? Oh, like, like sticks? got two power gloves on? Probably, I'm guessing it's like a like a pong controller based off of you know like a uh -huh. like a joystick, it based off of the era. We'll go with that. Bubaloo is nowhere in sight. This is so cool. Benny shouts. Come on, try it. Forget that. You answer. I just saw a doll come to life. I thought about going home to get my camera, but <laughs> ultimately I felt like I was gonna miss out on the tour if I did that. You've got to help me find it. Yeah, right. Benny smirks. You grab the controllers from him and toss them down. Okay, well, maybe not. Come on! You answer. I'll prove it. Drag Benny to page 20. <gasps> okay. You and Benny <laughs> hurried to the glass wall. She ran in here. You declare. Into the warehouse. So what are we looking for? Benny asks sarcastically. You notice that the glass doors open a crack. Jammed between the door and the, and the frame is a tiny pink doll's shoe. Look! One of her shoes! You shout, pushing open the door. The two of you slip through. On the way in, Benny's foot bumps the shoe. The door shuts with a loud click. You try to open the door, but it won't budge. We're locked in. 
you announce. Who cares? Benny cries. Look at all these toys. Your eyes sweep over the shelves of model cars, computer games, and hundreds of other toys. They all look so cool, but you can't stop thinking about that doll. She's in here somewhere. What is she up to? Suddenly, the thought of her gives you the creeps. Now? Do you really want to be locked in here with her? If you can't resist playing with the toys, turn to page 76. If you want to get out of the warehouse, pound on the door on page 18. Oh. <laughs> One second, I need to pause. <laughs> Okay, nothing happened. I didn't explode a stress ball. Uh, if you can't resist playing with the toys, turn to page 76. If you want to get out of the warehouse, pound on the door on page 18. I don't fundamentally understand the mindset that says, Hey, buddy, I saw a living doll. Let's go and look at it. And then we run into a room and we suspect the doll is in there. And then yeah. we try and escape. It's I, <laughs> the, Just a character development standpoint it does it just doesn't make sense exactly we're still in pursuit we're not threatened by her yet the idea of her just gives us the creeps it's true so Let's get threatened all right threatened on 18 76 76 is three okay so 76 is getting threatened yes as in sorry st attempting to stay in this room and uh, play with the dolls okay Benny runs towards the video games. A kid-sized kid red sports car catches your attention. You climb in, but before you can turn the key, all the lights in the warehouse shut off, and everything goes black. Hey! <laughs> Benny screams. What's going on? You grope your way towards his voice. Maybe the factory's closing? You suggest. I mean, it's Saturday, and it's after five o'clock. So we're stuck in here for the rest of the weekend? He whispers, sounding scared. No way. Boobaloo will come back for us. You declare. Just then, dim emergency lights flicker on. Um, I forgot to tell you. Um, I forgot to tell you, Benny says. <laughs> Boobaloo got called away for some kind of emergency. He told me to find you and then, I mean, we were supposed to leave. Ah, great, you think. Then you remember your other problem. That doll must still be in here with us. You whisper. Ah, uh, you made that up. Benny says. No, I didn't. You insist. She was... You stop talking when you hear a thump. It's coming from a shelf above Benny's head. Was that the doll? You brace yourself and look up. Turn to page 118. <laughs> a small stuffed pig peers down at you and blinks. He's trying. <laughs> the pig says. She is alone, and I am too. You and Benny gasp. The fuzzy pink pig is squirming to get out of the twist tie holding it inside its package. You both start to back away. Please wait. Squeals the pig. You look up and see that the pig has a, a tear in one eye. It's crying. As you reach up to help the pig, you hear something. A rustling noise like water or wind, but it seems to be coming from all around you. Out of the corner of your eye, you see movement. Something just flitted across the aisle, then it dawns on you. The rustling noise, it's paper and cardboard 
and plastic. And right now, every single toy in the warehouse is doing something incredible. Something you thought only happened in a kid's best dream or worst nightmare. Thousands of toys all coming to life. Turn to page 24. You Hell got yeah. a friend in me. <laughs> Dang. The entire warehouse is going to be crawling with living toys any minute. You and Benny run to the end of the aisle just in time to see an army of remote-controlled cars zoom around the corner. A squad of 15-inch high ninja action figures climb out of their boxes and dart off. Dolls, robots, dinosaurs, soldiers, they pour off the shelves laughing and snarling, shouting to one another. Even the board games seem to be alive. Oh my god, that's gotta be existential. Like, uh, dread <laughs> for sure. I am just a, like, I'm just a playmat of which games are played compilation? on top. <laughs> am I the compilation of this playmat and all of these play pieces? If so, why do they move independently of me? <laughs> what am I? <laughs> Kill me! <laughs> why is life some kind of mouse trap? Oh, <laughs> woe is me. Uh, one game has set itself up. The pieces are racing one another and cards are flipping in the air. I don't believe this. Benny whispers. Suddenly, bright lights over the factory flash on. They cast eerie shadows into the warehouse. Then you hear a noise that makes your skin crawl. It's the sound of machines roaring to life, conveyor belts whirring, vats of plastic starting to bubble. Someone or something is running the factory. Hurry to page 11. How do we know the factory is just not alive, right? Exactly. Freaking board game comes alive. Freaking Monopoly over here is scooting around. Like, why not the factory too at this point? But Fully on board. you and Benny creep through the warehouse towards the factory. Your eyes widen when you look through the glass wall. The ninja action figures are out there pulling switches and pushing buttons to run the machinery. Then you see a figure standing still in the middle of the excitement. It's that doll you watched come to life. Her brown hair is held in two pigtails with pink ribbons. Her little pink lips are heart-shaped. She has a huge black, wait, blue eye. Hold on, wait, that's different. <laughs> she has a huge blue, she has huge blue eyes and rosy cheeks. There we go. She, is not, she does not have a black eye. Everything is fine. The dolls lift a, a megaphone up to their, up to her lips. <sighs> Move it, you know, good ninjas! She roars. You and Benny exchange startled glances. You look back and squint, trying to read the name stitched on her dress. Finally, you make it out. Nasty Kathy. You've, <laughs> se you've seen her on TV. Uh, you've got to make this name tag. You could have opted out of the nasty part, you know? Or I guess... I no, I think around this period of time there was like a trend of a bunch of toys that just sucked, like intentionally, like yeah. ugly baby, like what? <laughs> ugly baby four. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen her on TV. Pull her string, and she says all kinds of mean things. What are they making? Benny whispers. More toys, I guess. You whisper back. You both look at the conveyor belt, then a bizarre cargo chugs into sight. A life-size doll. It looks so real you'd swear it's alive, and lined up behind it are dozens more. Turn to page 40. Nasty Kathy barks orders into her megaphone. Keep moving, bell pigs! You with the ugly face! Start loading the batteries! 
One of the ninjas springs onto the conveyor belt and opens a compartment in the foot of the first life-size doll. It drops several batteries, then clicks the compartment shut. Put a police uniform on it! Nasty Kathy snaps it to another ninja. And then turn it on! A minute later, the big doll stands up and shakes itself. It looks completely and chillingly human. It snaps a salute at Nasty Kathy. Officer Murphy, reporting for duty, ma'am. Never mind that. Nasty Kathy growls. Get out there and do the job you're being programmed to do. Yes, ma'am. The policeman replies. But first, what shall I do about the security problem? Security problem? Nasty Kathy snaps. What security problem? The officer turns slowly until it's facing the glass wall you're crouched behind. Then it lifts its hand and points directly at you. Turn to page 71. You've been spotted. You're so terrified you can't move. Nasty Kathy's head swivels in your direction and then she grins. She has two rows of small, sharp teeth. Oh, I'll deal with them. Nasty Kathy tells the officer. You go out there and do your job. Yes, ma'am. Officer Murphy says, striding off. Nasty Kathy walks over to you without saying a word. She reaches up and pulls the string on her back. I don't like you! A tinny voice shrieks. Nasty Kathy giggles. This time, her mouth moves. You shouldn't be here. You almost can't know about our plan. Now you're gonna pay, she says. No, we're not! Benny yells. The tour was supposed to be free! I didn't uh, bring money! <laughs> but, um, tsh, Benny. He jumps up and dashes through the glass door into the factory, tearing past a group of <laughs> knee-high ninjas. He races towards the front door, then he vanishes behind a big machine. I'm going to do that whenever I have to pay for anything. Yeah, exactly, right? This is the same response that, that Harriet Dubois has at the start of Disco Elysium to Gart asking for the, the tab to be paid. Yeah, just, just run. No, this is free, run away. <laughs> you start to follow him, but then you realize that's the door to the... Wait, that's the door the police officer doll used. What if it's still out there? Take your chances with the police doll on 93, or if you want to find a different way out, race to 123. Well, this one feels kind of like a coin flip. Yeah, although it does kind of feel like, as well, like we get to choose whether or not we split up with Benny at this point in time. Uh, I don't know. It's possible these both have paths. It's true. It's very true. Uh... The, we don't know for a fact the police doll is inherently, immediately antagonistic to us. Uh, well, I mean... I mean, we don't know... I have a suspicion. Sure. That you can make... Let's, you want to find out? It's it's like, it's Nazi Kathy didn't say, Okay, okay, now put... A <laughs> Put a volunteer worker's uniform on him, you know? Like, they, she was very specific. It's true. <laughs> it's it's true. Uh, what do you, so what do you want to do? Let's take our chances with him. I think, I think Let's we should it help out. Benny. Let's do it. What could go wrong? You decide to take a chance on the front door. The toy policeman might be on the other side, but facing just one of him beats being trapped in the building with Nasty Kathy and her army of terrible toys. You race after Benny, the two of you crash through the front door of the factory, and you stumble to a halt outside, trying to catch your breath. 
What was that? Benny gasps as the factory door slams shut. Bad dream? Shh, keep it down. You whisper. You glance around for any side of any sign of the toy police officer. The sky is turning dark. The parking lot is empty except for one car, an old, rusty sedan parked in a the corner. There are two people in the car. One has curly blonde hair. It's Boobaloo, the bum who just left you in that freaky factory all by yourself. Come on, you whisper to Benny. Let's find out what's really going on here. Sneak up to the car and listen on page 100. You and Benny duck down and crawl towards the car you're within, until you're within earshot. I had to take care of a glitch in the plan while I was giving those two kids a tour. Boobaloo is saying. I told the brass to leave, but they didn't. Now we'll have to take care of them. Uh-oh. Your skin begins to crawl. Then you notice something even creepier. You nudge Benny. Look! You whisper. Look at the other person in the car. It's that toy policeman, Officer Murphy. What's next? The officer asks Boobaloo. Walking to town. Found a gas station on Main Street. Boobaloo says. The owner's one of us. He'll give you a patrol car. One of us, you think? Just what does that mean? Is Boobaloo <gasps> a toy too? Turn to page 127. That's a lovely sentence. That's Is a Boobaloo good. a toy too? <laughs> Boobaloo's a toy, are you? <laughs> uh, what about the two kids? Officer Murphy asks. Uh, spread the word. Boobaloo says. Tell the others to be on watch for him. Once we catch him, we may have to take him to the dark hole. The dark hole? Murphy says. Then you hear an eerie sound, like an alarm clock getting smashed over and over with a sledgehammer. Oh, the toy policeman is laughing. Turn to page 13. You and Benny glance at each other and shudder. Evil toys are after you. They want to put you in the dark hole, whatever that is. Murphy steps out of the car and stalks off, his hard shoes clicking along the road. They're the only sound in the night other than the low hum of Boobaloo's car engine. Let's get out of here, Benny whispers. If we go home, we'll have to ride our bikes and we have to go the same way that thing went. You object. You eye Boobaloo's car. The trunk is slightly open and you start to get a crazy idea. Maybe we could sneak into Boobaloo's trunk and ride along with him. You say? I mean, if we follow him, we might find out what's really going on. Sounds risky, huh? Well, how daring are you? If you try and sneak past Officer Murphy and get home, turn to 54. If you climb into the trunk, 115. Just by general pacing vibes, I feel like just getting home at this point isn't within the cards. Not at all. So We need to know a little bit more about the situation. Like, this is very much refuse the call of adventure. They would be rewarding us for that. Like, oh, I saw moving thing, and then I ran away from it and lived happily ever after. <laughs> and then I went that's home, not... and then I got rich. I made up exactly. I that's... got rich. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say that's not the thing that Goosebumps does, but I guess it is the thing that yeah. Goosebumps has done multiple times. Okay, maybe we become rich if we sneak past off of Murphy. But... I... I uh, think we should crawl into the trunk and see what's up. Yeah, I mean, th those endings, when they go right, they're not even satisfying anyways. Like, they're, exactly. they're ones where we get the happy ending, and they're like, all right, now let's get a real happy ending. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't even need to. You and Benny slip around to the back of the car. You lift the trunk lid and slightly and squeeze in. Seconds later, Boobaloo pulls away. 
We did it! Benny whispers triumphantly. We're nuts. You answer. You know you shouldn't be riding in the trunk of a stranger's car, especially a stranger who probably isn't even human. You're terrified of what will happen if Boobaloo catches you, but you must find what he's up to. You grip the trunk lid tightly so it won't bounce around or slam shut. Finally, Boobaloo pulls up to a stop. When you hear him get out of the car, you lift the trunk lid and take a peek. I see a small airplane. Boobaloo's getting on board. You tell Benny. I've always wanted to stow away on a plane, Benny says. Can that be a good idea, you think? Definitely not. Do it anyway on page 57. Wait. <laughs> We're just... <laughs> we get in the trunk, to follow him, we get in the plane to follow him, and then we get what? <laughs> How far is this going to go? Oh, we committed very, very, very long ago. As soon as we decided to get into the trunk, we were hard pot committed to this line, no matter what it becomes. We are going to take a trip to the moon in oh the back. We're going to be a stowaway on Apollo 11. Even better, though. Even better, though. You and Benny dash across the runway towards the plane. You hide behind a luggage cart while Boobaloo talks to the pilot. You slink up the stairs. Then you hide behind some seats in the back of the small plane. Then finally, Boobaloo and two other men get on board. The pilots radio to the tower, taxis down the runway, and you are flying. Where to? You hear one of the men say. First up, <laughs> Walt Disney World. Boobaloo replies. Cool. Benny blurts out. Hey, who's that back there? A man with a gruff voice asks. He stomps to the back of the plane. You see his big feet through the metal chair legs. Is he a huge toy, you wonder? You try and crouch lower, but he can still see you easily. Look at what we got. The man calls to Boobaloo. Stories! Boobaloo hurries back. This must be my lucky day. He says, staring at you coldly. Find out what Boobaloo's idea of a lucky day is on 120. What a sentence. <laughs> you won't give up without a fight. You jump up. Your plan is gonna fail, Boobaloo! You shout at him. And you're not putting us in the dark hole! Boobaloo's face starts to twitch. Soon he's grinning, then he's laughing. Then the two goons <laughs> behind him laugh too. <laughs> you go spunk, kid, Boobaloo says. I like that. I'm gonna give you a reward. He gestures to the goons. They pull a lever and the door slides open. Cold wind blasts into the plane. Go on, guess what your reward is, Boobaloo says. We're going to Walt Disney World? Benny asks, hopefully. Nope. Boobaloo laughs again. <laughs> your reward is skydiving lessons. Uh-oh. I've never went skydiving before. You say? I don't even know how to use a parachute. Well, make it easy then, Boobaloo says. For this first jump, we won't use any parachutes. Easy? Not quite. Looks as if you're going to have to learn the hard way. The end. We die. Okay. Yep. Checks out. <laughs> uh, so we do have to... We have to sneak home then, huh? Page 54. It... I, I think the thing that feels weird about it is both of them are choices to go away from where the main plot is occurring, and it seems like one of them has the direction where the main plot may occur in the future, although Goosebumps books are typically limited to a single location for the main things really occurring. So 
yes. let's go home. It feels wrong. But yeah. Why did we do that? Yeah. Uh, 54. 54. 54. <laughs> Sorry, that is... Uh, the 54 in the document is not the one, because it was also a the end. It would have been very awkward. Oh, no. Okay, let's try and make it home. You whisper to Benny. Benny frowns. Hey, but I'm really tired. He says slowly. I hope I can pedal my bike. You eye Benny suspiciously. That's a weird thing to say, considering you're both being chased by living toys. But after all, it's been quite the day. You and Benny wait quietly until Boobaloo pulls away, and then you hop on your bikes and pedal slowly towards town. When you approach the gas station, you see the owner, Willie Sanderson. He's talking to Officer Murphy. They're standing under a streetlight. A police patrol car is parked nearby. You don't want to be seen, but you have to know what they're saying. You and Benny wheel your bikes behind a bush and creep close enough to hear them. How many of us are there? Murphy asks quietly. Oh, at least 50. Sanderson answers. I lost count. You gasp. 50 toys pretending to be humans? Who are these dolls? Are any of them people you know? Turn to page <clears throat> 60. Oh, big time. 50 fake humans living in your town. They look so real that you could never tell. Then you remember the ninja popping batteries into Officer Murphy's foot. Hey, that's the way to tell if someone's really a toy by looking at their feet. Oh, Officer Murphy starts walking towards the squad car. You and Benny creep towards your bikes. You've got to tell someone about this plan. Once you know who you can trust, just then you accidentally kick a rusty can lying in the grass. It rattles onto the road noisily. Who's there? Murphy shouts. You start to run. Murphy sprints. Sprints after you like lightning. He grabs you by the shirt and hoists you up into the air. Let go! Let go! Benny shouts. In a flash, your friend leaps onto the officer and somehow pries his hand loose. The plastic policeman quickly turns and grabs Benny instead. Run! Benny shouts at you. Go on, run! Why, you fools? What about you? You cry as the officer drags Benny away. I'll be okay. Benny shouts. Just run. Poor Benny, you think. He's history, and he just saved your life. But you do run. Like crazy. Run to page 119. Benny a toy too? He just showed up. A few weeks ago. Benny a toy? Exactly. Benny. He's a toy that seems to be on our side a little bit. Mayhaps. Defector toy? Imposter toy? Bwam. Your heart hammers as you dash into the night. Before you know it, you're at your house. You run in around to the back door. As you're turning the knob, you peer through the glass in the door. Your dad is seated at the kitchen stool with his back to you. He has one foot propped up on the opposite knee, and his shoe is off. He's doing something to his foot. You flash back in the factory. You can still see that plastic ninja toy dropping batteries into the policeman's heel. Was it possible that your own dad is a life-size toy? Who can you trust? Where can you go that's safe? You turn and run again, blindly, not knowing where to go. But as you race through the night, you suddenly realize you're heading to your best friend's house. Amy's. You've got to see her. She's one of the only people you can trust. You ring her doorbell, panting, out of breath. The door swings open, but it's not Amy who's standing there. It's someone else. The last person you expected to see. Find out who on 83. What's the, what's the guess? 
Uh, I'm going to say uh, the the uh, the first female Secretary of State, Madeleine Albright. Ooh, I'm gonna say uh, what's her name? <laughs> Sassy, negative, evil. Oh, the, the, the nasty Kathy. Nasty Kathy, that's mine. Oh, I, I did Benny. Not I did not expect this one. Benny, you gasp. What are you doing here? Benny gulps and gives you a nervous smile. Um, hi. He blurts. I came looking for you. I I I figured you'd run to Amy's house. Come in. Amy calls. She steps around Benny, drags you into the living room, and quickly closes the door. She peeks out the front window nervously as if she's watching to be sure no one followed you or saw you come in. What's going on? You ask. Your head spins with questions. Is Benny in on the toy's plot? And Amy? Nothing's going on. Amy tells you. Benny just came to find you. That's all. What's the big deal? Your eyes narrow. You stare at Benny. How did you get away from Officer Mari so fast? Oh, I told him that we were lost and didn't know how to get home. Benny declares. I think he believed me. Hmm. I find that story kind of hard to swallow. Especially since the phony policeman saw Benny hiding with you in the toy factory. I wonder if you should believe a word Benny says. He is your friend, but you haven't known him very long. Do you believe Benny 101 if you're sus? 126. I mean, I... Did I mean, the, did, did I mean, the I officer see Benny? Benny pointed at us. Or officer pointed at us, right? It's true. He pointed in our direction. I will say, like, I am sus of Benny, but also I don't know if I'm sus enough to... I feel like both of these could screw us over so easily. You know, it could be like, ah, but this is why you trust your friends. You know, it could be one of those. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. you dare turn your back on your friend who saved his life for you, you monster. I mean, we're going to be on the other side of it. This is why you can't blindly trust anyone. Exactly. Um, remember when? Remember when everyone was an alien? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of. I, I think I'm suspicious of him just as a person, and I, we, yeah. I think there's enough suspicion that we should 126 this. Let's 126 it. You're lying. You say to Benny, staring at him right in the eye. I don't trust you for a second. In fact, I don't trust anyone anymore. Maybe you're all toys. Even you, Amy. Maybe my mom and dad are toys. <laughs> Maybe Madeline Albright's a toy for all I know. <laughs> Amy opens her mouth to argue, but you won't listen. I'm calling the government! <laughs> you shout as you dart away from your friends and out the door. Oh, that's the first place you're going to get a bunch of toys. <laughs> you, run in, <laughs> you run into the night. An owl hoots in the trees. From the other end of town, you hear a police siren, but you keep running. There's a payphone at the end of your block. You're going to call the FBI! You lift the receiver and dial zero o for operator. Sorry, phones. <laughs> Excuse me, 2023 <laughs> telephone call. Uh, just then, a car pulls up next to the phone booth. A rusty old sedan. The phone is ringing now on the other end. Pick up, you think. Please pick up. But it's already too late because you feel a hand reaching over your shoulder. Find out whose hand that is on 135. <sighs> so I, I don't know if I will ever get over... The line, I'm calling the government, and then running I, away. Like, I, there are so many, like, great yell and run lines in this Goosebumps. It's, it really is. Oh, my. 
it's, it's very much a screw you, I'm going home book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the hand grabs the phone and slams it down before anyone answers. You turn around and gasp. Benny is standing there, and Boobaloo, too. Your jaw drops, so it's true. Benny's uh, in on the toy's plot. The rat! You want to scream for help, but your voice seems stuck. Rat Lugo. <laughs> Boobaloo says, grabbing your elbow roughly. It's time to put an end to all this. You glance at Benny pleadingly. How could he do this? Even if he is a toy, he was your friend. We're, we're two. He asks Boobaloo. They both shove you into the back seat of the long black car. There's only one place. Boobaloo answers. The dark hole. Face the dark hole on page 112. Benny climbs into the front seat with Boobaloo, and the car pulls on back onto the road. You yank on the car door handles, but they're locked. They won't open from the inside. Why are you doing this, Benny? You cry. Put a sock in it. Boobaloo commands over his shoulder. Benny bends over and starts untying his shoelaces. A moment later, he whirls around and he leans into the back seat and stuffs his sock in your mouth. Oh, gross. You want to scream, but you can't make a sound, not with Benny's dirty, smelly sock in your mouth. You strain to see the bottom of his feet, but they're hidden by the seat. You reach up to remove the sock, but Benny grabs your wrists and lashes that wait lashes them together with duct tape. The truth hits you. You're not getting out of this. They'll stick you in the dark hole, and you're never going to get out. You're desperate, but you can't think of anything to do except lean over the seat and grab the steering wheel. But the trouble is, you don't have your license. The trouble is, with your hands taped, you aren't sure you can control the car. It can be very dangerous. Grab the wheel, 21, or if you think it's risky, 85. I mean, honestly, mutually assured destruction. If we're going, if I'm going mm. down, we're all going down. Let's crash the car. Oh, absolutely. If I am 100% going to be dying in this scenario, buddy, I will take the 95% chance to die, but take you too. Let's rack we up go. the kill count, yeah. Let's do it. 21. Add some more notches. <laughs> <laughs> you decide to grab the wheel of the car. Hey, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You got it. You decide to grab the wheel of the car. Hey, wait a minute. Do you even have a driver's license? Okay, how about a learner's permit? Admit it, you're nowhere near old enough to drive, are you? You can't drive, even without your hands taped together, but you're going to try it anyways, idiot! Okay, go ahead, try it. Hey! Boobaloo yells when you reach over him. For just an instant, he takes his eyes off the road. Unfortunately, in that instant, the road curves around a sharp bend and over a bridge. The road curves, but the car doesn't. You, Boobaloo, and Benny go straight, straight into the deep river at the bottom of the hill, of course. Boobaloo and Benny are made out of plastic. They are both toys, so they survive the crash. Idiot. They're only a little banged up. Stupid. But you, well, let's put it this way. You just flunked your driving test. The end. <sighs> we got goosebumped. We got goosebumped hardcore. We got goosebumped hard. <laughs> uh, too risky, 85. Too risky at 85. All right. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new t-shirt. Too risky at 85. But my 95, I'll take all the risks. Exactly. That's <laughs> Your 90s are for risk-taking, I think they say.
mm-hmm. you can't grab the wheel. You don't have, you have the license. You don't have to drive. Besides, Boobaloo seems to be slowing down, bringing the car to a halt. You peer through the window and into the dark. You're in the woods somewhere. You can see that much. Miles and miles from any lights. Even if you could scream, no one would hear you. Let's go, Boobaloo says, yanking open the back door. You step onto the soft ground. Strange animals rustle in the leaves. Betty switches on a flashlight, (laughs) lighting up a dirt path to a shack. Hurry up, hurry up, Boobaloo urges, giving you a nudge. You stumble along the path, with Boobaloo and Benny right behind. Boobaloo opens the shack door instead. Inside, you see nothing. Nothing except a dark hole in the ground. Boobaloo pulls the sock out of your mouth, and he removes the duct tape so that you can use your hands. All right, climb down. Benny orders you, shining his light at the at the hole. Do what Betty says on 106. Now that you can see the hole isn't just a bottomless dirt pit, it's just a deep well made of cement with a metal ladder running down one side. Boobaloo motions for you to climb on down. Go on, Benny says as he leans towards you. Uh, Okay, you cry. Don't push me, I'll go. You quickly climb down the ladder into the hole. At the bottom, you find a cement floor and a door. Benny and Boobaloo follow you down the ladder. Then Boobaloo unlocks the door and opens it. Get in, Boobaloo tells you, motioning for you to enter the dark room. Hmm? Please don't lock me in. You beg. Please. Boobaloo shoves you into the cold, dark room. He and Benny step behind you, and you tremble in terror. Now what? Find out what's in the dark hole on page 104. Then Boobaloo flips on a light. You gaze around and gasp. The dark hole is nothing like what you expected. It's not a dungeon. It's a big conference room with charts on the walls and maps and huge fancy oak table. This is our headquarters, Boobaloo says. And we're prepared to tell you everything, but only if you promise not to tell anyone ever. <laughs> you nod silently. You're too surprised to speak. All right, let's show him, Boobaloo says, smiling at Benny. Benny bends down and removes one shoe. He holds up his foot. There's a battery pack in the bottom. I am a toy, Benny admits. My batteries are low. That's why I was worried about riding my bike. Boobaloo's a toy, too. I knew it! You cry. And Amy, too? And my dad? No, no. Benny goes on. They're humans. They're, they know nothing about us and our you know, plans. What plans? You ask. We're on a mission. Benny replies. The toys invented us so we could live in the town among humans and, and change things. Change? Change what? You stammer, gulping. Hear the plan on 128. Change things? What do the toys want to change? Everything. Benny answers. We're going to change the laws so kids have more time off schools. We're going to give kids video games instead of school books. And Uh maybe change school lunches too. More pizza, less broccoli. That'll Uh turn out well, get it? Uh But uh it takes a lot of adults to vote for stuff like that. So that's why we need (laughs) mostly toys now that look like adults. (laughs) I love that this is going to be a good ending, isn't it? 
This, I love that this is gonna is, be- What's the other ending? This is it! As Benny talks, Boobaloo shows you pictures of the plan. Kids on new bikes grinning happily. Kids waving from awesome rides installed in a school playground. Kids laugh as they cram cotton candy into their mouths in a cafeteria. Cool. It's a plot to make the world more fun for kids. Benny puts his hand on your shoulder. Boobaloo and I decided to tell you about the plan because we've got a very important job for you. You're going to be in charge. In, ch in charge? Sounds great. That is until you find out what in charge really means. All the toys run on, what else? Batteries. And guess who gets to keep all those batteries charged up? That's right, you. You just keep going and going and going. That's uh, copyright. The end. That's Energizer. I don't understand. I don't understand. There has to be a different branch. This this feels mixed at best. Uh, if you believe Benny's story? I mean, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna call a call, call a quick a quick pause here. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, turns out, if we wanted to keep going at this point, it'd be an entire extra probable hour, which is something that we are going to do, but not in this sitting. So I guess we're going to be right back in just mere moments for you guys, but a whole day for us. Any see you all then. Yeah. See you then in a second. Turn to page tomorrow. Turn to page 20.2. And we are back, returning to page 71 and to the terror of this toy factory. Ruled by Nasty Kathy, who's just inducted her first officer, or actually, as we know from the other pages, 50th, but first officer of the law, we need to find a different way out of here rather than taking our chance with the police doll, because that just leads down all of the tracks that have deaths. It's true. It's been three years, but we're back at it to finish the book. With, this is, this is <laughs> our Jumanji, right? We've yeah. both got giant beards at this point. Yes, we're yes. trying to coax a new generation through, look, you have to find a different way out. I took my chances with the police doll. Don't make my mistake. Yeah, it's true. It's been, we said it'd be uh, a day, but no, it's, it's, been, it's been multiple years. I'm just coincidentally mm -hmm. still congested. Just, just really bad timing there. And uh, it is strange, but we did start recording Turn to Page episode 20 many years before we started yes. releasing even the first episode. Yes. Look, that is just how proactive we are. It's planning. It's planning. All right. Well, let's go to uh, Turn to Page 123. Let's do it. Let's find a different way out of here. All right. No, Benny! You shout. Let's find a different way out. You dash away through the twisting aisles of the warehouse. You don't dare slow down to peek over your shoulder. All you can do is hope that Benny is following you. Nasty Kathy's voice booms over her megaphone. Away! She shouts. A ball of human fungus is loose in our warehouse. If it escapes, I'll have you all taken apart. The second she finishes speaking, you hear the whir of toy motors and the clattering of plastic feet. You keep running even though your lungs are about to burst. 
You need to find cover. Then you see what you've run into. Wait. You, then you see that you've run right into the main aisle. And you realize you've made a mistake. A terrible mistake. It sounds as if the entire warehouse full of toys is coming for you, surrounding you. Then you see six pairs of eyes glowing green, closing in. No! You scream. Meet your fate on page 89. <laughs> it would be amazing if this was also, also death. death. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, instantly, you know what those glowing eyes belong to. You've seen them on TV. They're horrible monster toys. Monsters called Zorgs. On the toys, the claws are plastic and the teeth are rubber. What? Rubber teeth? I mean, but now in the dim emergency light, you can see that the Zorgs are different because they're alive. Their claws and teeth are steel. Their mouths drip with green slime and purple ooze. Their eyes glow with a hideous green light. You know what they want? Beyond any doubt, you saw the movie Zorg Revenge, Zorg Revenge, and you know what Zorgs do. They claw their way to your face and rip it to shreds. Zorgs swarm your face because it's the fastest way to get to your brain. The six Zorgs creep towards you, their slimy feet making sucking noises as they grip the floor and release. Squish, flap, squish, flap. <laughs> you back up slowly, watching them, praying there aren't any more Zorgs behind you. The six creatures sense your fear. They close in steadily. Without warning, they all leap at you. Quick, turn to page 58. Ah! You scream as the monsters fly at you. All six zorgs latch onto your legs and claw their way up your body towards your face. You thrash wildly and manage to shake two of them loose. They land with a plop near your feet. But the ones that hang on grip tighter. Rip! Their razor claws slice through your jeans as they climb. You feel the sting of the ooze from their tongues as it drools into the scratches in your flesh. Help! You scream. They're spitting slime. You grab at them with your hands, but they're strong, hard to shake off. You gaze down and shudder. Their filthy blue-green fur ripples. Their slimy tongues waggle. Their ugly, sucking feet grip your legs. <laughs> Two more monsters leap again. Harder, higher. Their claws sink into your t-shirt. You grab one and hurl it across the room. Then you feel a claw scrape across your chin. Go to page 67. This is a long attack. <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. replay one of these. No! You cry again! You kick and punch <laughs> at the monsters. Finally, all six of them drop to the floor. Then you turn and run. But you have to dodge some remote-controlled cars that are zooming in wild patterns at your feet. The cars are trying to trip you. A plastic tea set hurls itself up a high shelf. Cups and saucers clatter down on your head. All the toys are out to get me! You now realize... What? You hop over to a slithering rubber snake. On the wall ahead, you see a sign listing all the toys. Cars and trucks, learning toys, action figures, stuffed animals, preschool toys. Under it is a map of the aisles. Which way is safe to go? You bend down and peer behind the empty shelves. Hey, is that a glowing red light in the back corner of the warehouse? The kind they use on exit signs? <laughs> you start to crawl towards the red lights. Then you hear Benny's voice far away, desperate. Help! Benny cries. Help! They've got me! If you follow the sound of Benny's voice, turn to page 33. If you go onward towards the red exit light, turn to page 50. Uh, nah. Benny's an action figure. We know it. We've seen the future. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, but also, 
they change the canon all the time. That's true. Maybe he isn't and we are in this world. But I... Should we save our friend? Do you have a poll? I mean, your initial <sighs> gut was skip the voice, and I don't care. It's Benny. Even if he wasn't the toy, I don't care. I I think... I think that ultimately if we go to the red exit light, it's not going to be a red exit light. It's going to be like the red eyes of the Annihilator 3000 or something like that. Maybe it is the right choice to go for Benny here. I, I think it is because I thought the same thing. Like, is that a glowing red light the kind they use on exit signs? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. we, didn't, we didn't lie to you. We never told you it was an exit sign. So mm -hmm. I think that that's... Without a doubt what that is, so let's go to 33. They let's both might be bad, though. Who knows? You've got to save your friend. Hang on! I'm coming! You call, racing towards the sound of Benny's voice. You zoom to the end of the empty aisle, then turn the corner and skid to a stop. The floor is covered with tiny plastic people, each one no taller than two inches. They're having a tea party. They gaze up at you with innocent eyes as you leap over them. Watch out! One screams when your foot almost flattens it. Sorry! You say. You dance around, trying to keep from stomping on them. You Just as you take another awkward step, you feel something squish under your foot. Oh no. I've killed it, you think. Then you feel yourself slipping. <laughs> you cry as you crash into the cement floor. Turn to page 15. You fall, banging your head on a shelf on the way down. A voice says in your ear, Huh? You gaze over and see the stuffed pig, the pig who talked to you when the toys first came to life. He's lying flat on the floor beside you, but he doesn't really seem hurt. He shakes himself off. I'm sorry I ran under your legs, he whispers. But I had to stop you, to warn you. Don't go near the army. Nasty Kathy's in there and she'll get you. She's very, very mean. But I've got to help my friend, you explain. Whoa, you think. This is too weird. You're talking to a stuffed animal and it's talking back. There's only one way to save him. The pig whispers. Just then, Benny lets out a blood-curdling scream. You sit bolt upright. Don't go to him. Let him yell. The pig advises. Or neither of you will get out of your line. What will you do if you race to help Benny anyways? 47... If you take the pig's advice, 74. Uh, uh, I, no, I trust this pig more than Benny. I mean, I do. <laughs> 74? It, it's absolutely 74. Yeah. Uh, okay. You agree nervously? Just tell me how to save him, but please hurry. It sounds like they're killing him. <laughs> You've got to find the key to turn us all. The pig says. To turn us all off. Huh? You stare at him with your mouth open. Did the pig just say there's a way to turn off all the toys? Wait a minute, you reply. Why are you trying to help me? I guess it's a nightmare here, the pig whispers. Every night, the army starts fighting. The monsters stalk us. The cars and trucks roar up and down the aisles. It's very scary. The pig sniffles and swipes at, his eye at its eyes with its foot. <laughs> Do you know it continues. <laughs> I don't like nasty Kathy. Why don't you give me a putrid poop face? You bite your lips, trying not to laugh. Laugh if you want. 
the pig declares. The nasty cat is very dangerous. She's got a secret plan. Listen to the pig on page 78. Wait, don't tell me. I think I know the plan. <laughs> what secret plan? You know, the one from years ago. Uh, you ask, wide-eyed. The pig glances around to make sure no one's listening. All I know is they're making human-sized dolls here. He whispers, nodding towards the factory. They have some kind of plan to change the world, but they won't tell us baby toys what it is. I don't trust them. You've got to get the key and turn us off. It's the only way. Uh, all right. You nod solemnly. But where is this key? The pig leans forward. You can feel his pink fur tickling your ear. She has it. You're going to have to kill her. He whispers so <laughs> quietly you can hardly hear him. It's in between the vertebra A1 and A2 of her spine. It's in Nasty Kathy's play trunk. <laughs> Did somebody call my name? A nasty voice growls. You whip your head around and gasp. It's Nasty Kathy. She's standing right behind you. And she has a capital laser capital blaster in her hands. Turn to page 116. Uh, sold separately. Sold separately. <laughs> Uh, come on. 116, please. Thank you. You can't take your eyes off the laser, capital L, uh, capital B, blaster. It looks so big. Uh, sold separately. The red and light, red and blue lights on its barrel flash on and off. On and off. It's just a toy you sell yourself. It's just a plastic toy. But toys have a way of being dangerous around here. So what if that laser blaster is alive, too? It could blow you to bits. Well, look who it is. Nasty Kathy sneers. Dorky Porky and his new friend, the pile of human guts. You swallow hard. The truth is, Nasty Kathy is terrifying. She's only two feet tall, but she looks so evil. Things her seem bigger somehow. <coughs> the pig squeals and trots off. <laughs> I'll see you later, fatso. Nasty Kathy calls. And as for you, let's go. On your feet, human. She jerks the laser blaster in the direction she wants you to walk. Do you dare make a run for it? If you dare make a run for it, turn to page 53. <laughs> if you would rather do what she says, 87. Mm, I mean, but we need the key that, you know, as aforementioned, exists exclusively uh, Upon as spinal the fluid. Yes. Exactly. So uh, I think yeah. we may need to be near Nasty Cathy. I would imagine so. And I, I will be actively upset for the moment. I'll be upset if it's wrong. So win-win either way. Either we're right or I get to be upset. So, you know, win-win. <laughs> Your knees shake as Nasty Kathy marches you through the dim warehouse. She takes you through the gray steel door in the warehouse, then down a pitch black staircase. You're frightened as you stumble down the steps in the dark, but you're even more frightened of the laser blaster in Nasty Kathy's hands. At the bottom of the stairs, she pushes you through another door from the glow on Nasty Kathy's laser blaster. He's got to be laser blasty. You can see that you're in a cement block basement room. It's like a dungeon. Try to ruin our plans from in there. <laughs> Nasty Kathy cackles. She slams the door and locks you in the dark. Turn to page 29. You can't see anything because the dark. 
You touch the walls in the dark nervously. Your hand brushes a light switch, so you flip it on. <laughs> you squint in the light, glancing around the room. You're some ki- in some kind of basement office. There's a desk, a file cabinet, empty shelf, the phone, office stuff. A phone, you think? Yes! You race over and lift the receiver to call the police. Hello, government? Nothing. No, <laughs> nothing. No dial tone. The phone is dead. In frustration, you slam the receiver down. How am I going to get out of here? You moan. A rustling noise on the shelf startles you. You glance up and see a dusty old toy clown in a red polka dot suit. Hi. He says with a shy smile. Wanna play? No! You answer desperately. Stay away from me! I'm just trying to use the phone! Oh. The clown shrugs. That phone doesn't work, but you can use our phone if you want. Try the clown's phone on 62. You stare at the phone the clown is pointing to. It's a blue plastic toy phone at the back of the shelf. A baby toy. Hey, you think. All the toys are alive, so maybe... Just maybe. You lift the plastic blue phone up to your ear. Hmm. A dial tone. You know, a dial tone. Yes. Hmm. Your heart beats a little faster as you push 911. Hello, what's your emergency? A woman's voice answers. Yes, you're going to make it all the way out of here after all. It sounds crazy. You say, swallowing hard. But I'm trapped in Halsey Toy Factory, and the toys have come to life, and they're using machinery to make human beings or something. You clear your throat, waiting for the policewoman to laugh or hang up. But she... Okay. But she doesn't. She replies quickly. Don't worry, we'll send someone over there on the double. Thanks. You hang up and start to thank the clown. But before that, the door slams... Wait. The door behind you slams open. Before you can turn around, someone taps you on the leg. Don't move, a deep voice orders. You're under arrest. See who's behind you on 92. You turn around slowly, and at first you don't see anyone. Then you glance down and gasp. At your feet on the floor are two small police officers. They're only a foot tall, but they look very tough. Oh no, you realize. You used a toy phone to call 911, so they sent toy police. The one who tapped you jerks his head towards a small police car. It's about the size of a shoebox. Get in, he orders. You're under arrest for breaking and entering. Wait! You cry. You can't arrest me! I called you! (laughs) The two cops glance at each other and then laugh. (laughs) The kid says we can't make an arrest, the first cop says and sneers. (laughs) The second cop adds. We'll say about that. The officers radio for backup. And then soon, six more arrive. A moment later, all eight tiny cops are pushing and shoving, forcing you into the back seat of their little squad car. But, 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 I don't think the amount of tiny toys was the issue of us getting inside mm-hmm. the shoebox-sized car. But, you know, <laughs> they... Get yeah. in, Smithers. <laughs> They accuse you of breaking and entering. Now they're going to have to break you before you can enter in that car. Oh, well. Sometimes you just get a bad break. The end. Well. 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 Uh, I guess we're supposed to run away from Kathy. I guess so. Uh, well, I am upset about it. So, hell yeah. That's fair. You did promise to me. Yep. I'm mad. It doesn't make sense. 
And this is a no. this is not a fiction book. Fifty three. Fifty three is after fifty two. There we go. Got it. If you go with nasty Kathy, you'll never find the key to turn off the toys. Yeah, and you'll never get the out of the factory alive. Uh huh. You hesitate, pretending to think about it. Come on, nasty Kathy Bellows. We don't have all night. She drops the tip of her laser blaster just an inch. Uh, it's the chance that you were waiting for. No! You shout, giving her a shove. Then you take off running in the opposite direction, away from, you know, the plot hook. You hear a whine from the laser blaster. A red beam sizzles past your head, but you don't look back. You make it to safety at the end of the hall, down the preschool toy aisle, back to the big overhead sign listing all the toys in the warehouse. Human moron! Nasty Kathy calls over her megaphone. You'll never get away! You're sweating and your breathing is heavy, but you can still hear her footsteps as she runs down the next aisle. Then you hear her on the megaphone again. Attention all Zorgs! Report to aisle four! It's dinner time! Aisle four? That's where you are! And you're not hungry! Turn to page 26. I'm not hungry for Zorgs. <laughs> Yikes, you better run before the Zorgs find you. You quickly study the big map of the warehouse. Benny's voice sounded as if it came from aisle three. The dolls are in aisle two. Your mind races. You know you should run to the doll aisle. You have to find Nasty Kathy's play trunk. That's where the pig said you'd find the key. Oh. Find the key to turn off all the toys. But what about Benny? He sounded like he was in big trouble. And the truth is you're not sure you can hack this alone. You go straight to the doll aisle, 42. If you make a pit stop in aisle 3, 63. Uh. So we don't have to kill Nasty Kennedy here. No. No. Shoot. Uh, I guess we can go for the doll aisle anyway. Yeah, I guess. So, no pit stop? No pit stop. I mean, Benny? We Again, he's a robot. yeah. We know he's a robot. If the game, the game, the book tells us he's a real boy this time. I got the receipts. Shredding is Android. Yeah. I like it. You decide to go straight to the doll aisle and sh search for the key. The sooner you turn off the toys, the better. Let Benny scream, the pig said. It'll be fine, the pig said. Or neither of you will get out of here alive. You run along the cement block wall in back of the warehouse, then turn towards the doll in aisle two. Attention, all monsters and soldiers! Nasty Kathy's voice booms over her megaphone. Attack the human scum in aisle two! A chill runs up the back of your neck. How does she keep finding you? Squish, flap. You hear your least favorite sound, the sound of the Zorg's feet as they suck and release the floor. You've got to hurry. Quick, look for the key on page 73! You find the key! No. Find Nasty Kathy's trunk is all you can think. If only you can find that key, you can save Benny and yourself. You trot down the aisle, scanning the shelves. Dolls are everywhere, sitting on the shelves, chatting to each other, drinking from baby bottles. Two fashion dolls are lounging on recliners. Chip is coming over in his new sports car. You hear one say. Finally, you spotted navy blue and silver dolls trunk. Nasty Kathy's painted on the front. A silver key dangles in the lock. Awesome! You shout, pumping your fist in the air. I found it! You reach up to take the key. That's when you feel something that makes your blood run cold. Something small and strong gripping your leg. And it's starting to climb up your jeans. Please don't let it be a Zorg, you think. 
A Zorg or not a Zorg? That is the question. Find out on 103. Wow. <laughs> Get off of me! You cry, kicking your leg to shake the monster off. But the thing is too strong and won't let go. It moves incredibly fast before you can even get a glimpse of it. It climbs to your leg and then grasps your t-shirt, scuttles towards your face. You want to run, but you're frozen in a panic. Listen to me. <laughs> it says in your ear. Huh? You crane your neck to see what it is. It's a hand and nothing else. A rubber bloody hand like you would buy at Halloween. It makes a fist on your shoulder and uses its thumb like a mouth. Listen to me. The hand warns. That's the wrong key. Look inside her trunk for the right one. What? How did the hand even know what you were searching for? The Zorgs appear at the far end of the aisle, running this time. Squish, flap, 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 squish! Better think fast. Can you trust the rubber bloody hand? Maybe this is a trap. I... I don't mm. think so. I, you don't think it's a trap or you don't think you can trust it? I don't it? think it's a trap. All right, let's trust the hand. 109. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, the Zorgs are closing in, squish flap. Every nerve in your body screams, run! But something tells you that the bloody hand is telling the truth. Find the real key. It says with its thumb. When you find it, put it in the incredible talking, spelling, thinking intelligent machine. The, the what? You demand. The creature lets go and falls off your shoulder. With its bloody fingers spread out, it looks like a giant red spider. <laughs> it screams all the way down to the floor. Thanks for the hand. You call. Uh, I mean, the advice. Quickly, you unlock Nasty Kathy's trunk and peer inside. Dirty, torn doll clothes, an archery set, a miniature can of spray paint. Then you spot a small CD. You grab the disc and hold it under the light. There's a picture of a key on it. Bingo! Snatch the key and race to 65. Ooh. This feels like good progress. It seems like progress. But what would we know about progress? <laughs> <laughs> you hold the disc tightly in your fist. Which aisle were the to learning toys in? You close your eyes and try and picture the big overhead sign. Uh-oh. Big mistake. You never should have closed your eyes. There's thoughts in there. By the time you open them again, you're surrounded. There are Zorgs on the floor at your feet, and beside you, they're hanging from the shelves, reaching for you, flexing their claws, licking their lips. No! You cry out. Half a dozen of them leap onto you in a flurry of foul-smelling fur. You swing your arms like windmills, flinging two monsters off your shirt, and you start to run towards the glass wall. But marching in formation down the doll aisle, blocking your way, is a big squad of big wooden soldiers. How are you going to get out of this one? Turn to page 22. This isn't happening. This isn't happening. This isn't happening, you tell yourself, squeezing your eyes shut. You open your eyes. You're still trapped between the hideous slime drooling zorgs at your back and the giant army at the front. The soldiers march towards you, aiming their weapons, and then they fire. Duck and try and stay down until you reach page 39. That's a very tiny page. Hmm. How many pages have started that way? <laughs> I don't know. I am slightly worried that my neighbors will think that I there's know. something going on in the house. If there's not enough, like, actual normal sentences between it, it's just, mm. it's just, no, help, no. <laughs> you cry as the soldiers fire their weapons. You can squeeze, you squeeze your eyes shut. St An instant later, you feel something sticky falling on your face. 
in your hair, on your arms, and your legs. Yuck, they're squirting you with cans of instant spiderweb. The gooey threads cover you, trapping you in a tight net. You struggle to move, to run, but your arms are pinned to your sides by stringy spiderwebs. Your legs are trapped, too. Help! You cry, hoping Benny can hear you. They've got me, Benny! They've got me! Clomp, clomp, clomp. The soldiers' boots stomp the floor as they march up to take you prisoner. They hoist you onto their shoulders, eight soldiers on each side. Then they carry you to the factory where Nasty Kathy's waiting. She looks angrier than ever before. Good work, she tells the soldiers. Now let's show this kid how it feels to be treated like a toy. Turn to 48. You squirm and wriggle trying to free yourself, but the instant spiderweb is too strong. You can't break through it. You look like a big fat bug. Nasty Kathy sneers. Too bad I already had my dinner. Then she points to the conveyor belt, the one you saw the life-size dolls being made at. Put the human scum up there! She orders the soldiers. Wait, no! You cry, but everyone ignores you. Let's put our guests through the hair plant machine! Nasty Kathy squeals. That's the one that punched holes in my scalp to put hair in my head! Let's see how a human likes that! No! You scream again. Don't do it! Thwack chunk You hear the horrible machine start up. Nasty Kathy cackles and hurries away. As the soldiers start to lift you onto the conveyor belt, your mind races. Isn't there some way to escape these toys? Maybe you could pretend to be a toy yourself. The police officer doll looked exactly like a person. Or maybe you could try a bribe? <laughs> if you pretend to be I a toy nine or bribe... <laughs> I love we've gotten so deep into this dangerous scenario. We're like, oh, God, maybe I'll just pay him off. <laughs> at, at this point, like, my, my family's rich. I could just, like, you know, pay them. Just pay them. Mm. You know, solve the problems like normal. Uh, I, I'm a nepotism baby. My dad invented the sky. So I have money. We've got <laughs> money going way back. Oh I think God. we should pretend to be a toy. I think that's the clever solution here. It's the fun solution. If it's... The way it goes, then uh, it's the way it goes. It's a fun way. Mm -hmm. There must be a way you can fool the toys into thinking that you're one of them. Wait! You cry as the soldiers dangle you over the belt. You, you can't do this to me! I'm a toy too! Will they believe you? Roll a deception check. You're nearly choked with fear. The sound of the hair planting machine makes your scalp crawl. A few of the soldiers look uncertain, but the captain just laughs. <laughs> That's a lie, he declares. Put the kid on the bill. But some of the ninjas, the one you saw making the robot police officer, rush in to help. One of them turns off the hair planting machine. Maybe the kid is telling the truth. Maybe it's really a doll. Another ninja warrior says. Ridiculous, the captain snaps. Start up the machine. The ninja hesitates, unsure. You gaze at him with pleading eyes. Please! Believe me, you plead. I'm a toy. Prove it, the ninja replies. Let's see your batteries. Turn to page 28. Prove it? Your heart sinks. How can you prove you're a toy? You don't have any batteries. But wait, maybe you do have a chance after all. Did you stop in aisle three before going to the doll aisle? If you did, you'll have something tucked in the waistband of your jeans, something with a battery pack, something you can use to fool the toys. Well, no cheating now, because we'll catch you. Well, we didn't go to aisle three. We didn't go to aisle three. But, like, 
here's the thing. Here's what it says. If you stopped in aisle three, you know what you picked up. If it's a walkie-talkie, 81. If it's a handheld video game, 125. It doesn't say... We have no option but to guess. Yep. Like, walkie-talkie or handheld video game. Yeah, I, I like that they did this, but also... I don't like the format of them just being like, well, guess now. I, well, yeah, exactly, because it's effectively guess, and then you know the solution, right? You guessed one way, you either know if you died or not. Yeah, so I, I wish, I don't know, it's almost like, do you want to just poke back at the aisle three or something? For for honor's I... sake, or just or just give it a give it a guess because they just don't they didn't give us the option to say I, I, I don't know the answer. Give it a guess. All right. What I wish they did is say I didn't go to aisle three, and then it takes you to aisle three mm. or whatever. Like, but hey. So what do you think? Walkie talkie or game? I I've got a slight lean towards game because I think it's a less useful object in this world. Like you know, walkie talkie communicate surreptitiously between two different locations. You're doing a little bit of a heist, a little bit of intrigue, makes some sense as a useful item. Handheld video game, to my mind, is only useful in this context. Take the batteries and use them to pretend to be a bot. I think that that could be lo- I, I like that logic. I think the argument for walkie-talkie is like, we met up with Benny and we're going to walkie-talkie him. But mm. I, I'm happy to try the video game because that was also my first inkling. Let's do it. Okay. You're saying you stopped in aisle three and picked up a handheld video game, did you? Who do you think you were kidding? Huh? Liar? You didn't stop in aisle three at all. You didn't pick up a video game. This book is the only game you played. And guess what? You lose game over. <laughs> Liar. I want... I, you know what? I'm sorry. Actually, you're a liar book. There was a handheld video game in aisle three. I brought it with me. Yeah, I brought it from home. It was home. my N-Gage. My N-Gage. Right, we're in 1997. It was my N-Gage. Uh, no, nobody had those even then. Come on. Dang. Uh, all right, walkie-talkie on 81 then. 81 sounds good to me. Yeet. We're getting closer, though. The walkie-talkie in your waistband, it has batteries. You can pretend they're yours. You're saved. The problem is, how can you reach the walkie-talkie with your arms tied? Meanwhile, one of the ninjas takes off your socks and shoes. He moves his little fingers around the bottom of your feet. It tickles, but you don't feel like laughing. The kid lied, the ninja shouts. There's nothing here but skin. Wait, Wait! You yell. I am a toy. I just keep my batteries in a different place. If you cut one of my arms free, I'll show you. The army captain commands. Shut the kid up. One of the soldiers aims a web gun at you. It only takes one squirt right over the mouth. The sticky spiderweb spray oozes down your cheeks and silences you. You can barely breathe. Nasty Kathy walks back over. She flips the on switches on for the conveyor belt and the hair planting machine. Thwack, chunk, thwack, chunk. Turn to page 114. If you dare. Thwack, chunk, thwack. You squeeze your eyes shut. Any second now, mechanical arms are going to swoop down, poke holes in your head, and stuff it full of doll hair. Then suddenly, something incredible happens. A voice comes out of the walkie-talkie in the waistband of your jeans. It's muffled, but everyone can hear it. Oh, God, me. A small, high-pitched voice says, Please believe me. I'm a toy. That voice. You recognize it. It's the pig. The head ninja runs over to the switch and stops the hair-planting machine. The voice came out of its stomach! The ninja cries. A human can't do that! It must be a toy! 
another ninja shouts. Of course I'm a toy, the pig's voice answers. Please let me go. The pig must have found another the other walkie-talkie near Benny. Silently, you promise never to eat another slice of bacon as long as you live. Three ninjas jump over the conveyor belt and bring their swords flashing down at your head. Turn to page 136. You stare in horror at the flashing swords. They sweep down at you and slice away the instant spider web that's tying you down, and a few seconds later, you're free. You hop off the conveyor belt and open your mouth to say, Thanks. But then you just... Then, just then, your walkie-talkie crackles to life again. Thank you for helping me! The voice in the walkie-talkie declares, And now, if you'll excuse me, I've got something important to do in the warehouse. I won! <laughs> Sorry about that. The army captain mutters. We were just following orders. The pig scolds through the walkie-talkie. You smile to yourself as you hurry towards the glass wall, then in through the glass door towards aisle one. Inside the door, you see Benny on the floor, still tied up with jump. Yep, still tied up. Yep, we knew that. Still tied up with jump ropes, mm -hmm. right where the soldiers left him. Uh-huh. Only he's just lying there, curled up, completely still. Is he even breathing? Benny! You call out. Benny! Benny and the Jets. Turn a page yeah, 35. Man, <laughs> <laughs> Benny! Benny! Wait, I've been waiting for the moment. I've been waiting for the moment for it to make sense. Benny turns over with a start. It's you! He says. I thought those horrible soldiers were here for a minute. Cut me loose! I'm sorry, Benny. I don't have the time. You apologize, rushing off towards aisle one. There's something I gotta take care of first. You race to aisle one, the learning toys aisle. That's what the pig meant, isn't it? That you should go there? But now what? Now what do you do with the key? Well, it depends. Which key do you have? Mm, well, we, we found a different key inside the oh trunk. My the silver key was the initial key, and the second was a picture of a key. It's true. Well, it's a picture of a key on a CD. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey, I, I like that they're doing this. We've got it. You've we, got... We have had interaction interaction has happened it just took a lot of books and an hour minute and what hour 40 minutes or something like that you got the <clears> disc <throat> in your pocket the one you found inside nasty kathy's trunk and then you remember where the rubber hand told you to put it in the incredible talking spelling thinking intelligent machine what? is it a computer is that what mm -hmm. is just the implication it's a computer I, I, I was like what toy is that uh, your heart pounds as you race down the aisle. Frantically, your eyes scan every box, every toy on the shelf, puzzles, reading games, math machines, mazes, alphabet games. Everything but a talking speller. Where is it? You cry out in frustration. The pig's voice suddenly bursts out of the walkie-talkie in your waistband. It's Tim! The pig yells. Huh? It's Tim? Who's Tim? Turn to page 129. You don't get it. Why is the pig yelling out uh, about someone named Tim? Then you catch sight of it, and it all makes sense. Incredible talking, spelling, thinking, intelligent machine. A red plastic toy shaped like a book. And the first letter of each word, it spells out, it's Tim. Oh. <laughs> You're about to insert the CD when you hear Benny's voice from two aisles over. He sounds terrified. Don't do it! He cries. 
Whatever you do, don't put the key in its time. How does Benny know what you're doing? Did he figure it all out from the soldiers? Does he know something you don't know? He's your friend. Should you listen to him? If you do, you might miss your chance to turn off the toys. You can hear Nasty Kathy's voice nearby. She's coming. She must have heard the pig yell. Yeah, yell, it's, it's Tim. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I never know what to do with that situation. Uh, and if she catches you, this time you might not get away. Please don't. Benny cries. If only you knew. Well, if you put the the key in, it's Tim forty three. If you want to find out what Benny knows, I mean, we I think we know what Benny knows. Mm hmm. So that they're gonna terraform the world for kids. And honestly, we had that ending, and it was bad, technically. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like, I want to try. I absolutely want to try. Wanna Let's go least, to forty three. At least see how it blows up in our face, at the very least. You decide to go ahead and stick the disc in its Tim. <laughs> I, I hate that sentence. <laughs> You've got to. The pig said you'd never get out of here alive if you didn't. You cram the small CD into the slots in the back of the incredible talking, spelling, thinking, intelligent machine. A flash of white hot light nearly blinds you. Then you hear a terrible hum, a hum so loud that you're, you feel your bones shake. Then silence. You open your eyes and gasp. All the toys are dead or they're just toys again they're not moving they're not breathing they're not talking for a moment it seems strange you're getting used to them you're getting downright fond of that little pig you snap out of it run over to find benny in the action toys aisle hey how come benny's just lying there stiff benny you call as you race towards him uh, benny it's safe now you gasp with the logical consistency between the story as you get close enough to see his feet turn to page 111 i hey benny's left shoe is off you stare at his foot in horror in the heel is the battery compartment just like the compartment in the police doll's foot then suddenly you understand why benny didn't want you to put the key in the in the it's tim he knew that if you turn off the toys you turn him off too because he wasn't really alive he was running on batteries benny's a doll too um I'm sorry. You say to Benny, standing over him sadly. Then you realize something. You're talking to a doll. You feel bad about Benny, but after all, you hadn't known him very long. You did always think he was kind of weird. Oh well, you think, as you walk out of the factory, at least you didn't get zapped by Nasty Kathy. You start to pedal your bike home, but suddenly you're hit with a horrible thought. If Benny's a doll, who else is a toy too? Your father, your mother, your best friend? Guess you better start reading again until you find out the answer to that. Uh, in, wait, until you find the answer to that, you haven't really come to the end. Yep. Apparently, they want us to do it again! Alright, Annihilator 3000 time. Let's go back to the start of the book. Well, but... but... I'm kidding. I believe there's a, a, a sooner decision that... Uh, like, for instance, yeah. listening to Benny rather than immediately executing him. Yeah, but also, like, we kind of do know the answer. So, we do! We so, know that our father isn't. We don't know about our mother. We know our best friend isn't. We've seen those. Yeah. So, I mean, let's do, I guess, for... <laughs> we're this far in at this point. It's span, this has spanned multiple days. We might as well go to 68 and get the logical end at this point. You decide to listen to your friend. Let's listen to our friend. Yeah, why not? He sounds so certain and so desperate. 
You hurry to the aisle where Benny is tied up. Untie me! He shouts. Just do as I say! You untie the jump ropes that hold him down. As soon as he's free, he jumps to his feet. What's going on? You ask. How did you know? No time for that now. Just listen to me. Benny seems so different, so in control. He continues. Run to aisle one and get It's Tim. Bring it with you, no matter what. We've got to grab some more good stuff. I'll get the computer games, the laser blaster, the hockey game, and a remote-controlled car. You get whatever toys you like. Then run for your life and meet me at the front door. Your eyes widen. What if I run into Nasty Kathy? Just go! Benny answers. Do what Benny says on 107. You dash to aisle one, you grab its Tim, and you load up your arms with other cool toys as well. Then you spot the pig. He's been following you up and down the aisles. Why not? You tuck him under your arm, and he grunts happily. You snake around the edge of the warehouse and into the factory. You reach the front door. Hold it right there, you flesh freaks! Nasty Kathy suddenly shouts over her megaphone. You whip around, and yikes, she's right behind you! And the laser blaster's pointed at your face without hesitating. Hesitating? Benny tosses a hockey stick at Nasty Kathy. She ducks out of the way, giving you just enough time to slip out of the factory and slam the door shut. Oh, we did it! You cry. Nasty Kathy shouts from inside. Benny grabs It's Tim from you. Where's the key? He asks impatiently. You hand him the computer disc, feeling confused. He shoves it into a slot in the back of the talking speller, and then instantly there's a flash of blinding white light, then a loud hum that fades into a silence. Find out what happened on 132. You stare at Benny with wide eyes. What just happened? You ask slowly. The toys went back to being toys, he explains. At least all the ones inside the factory. Huh? You ask stupidly, your mouth hanging open. The toys we brought out are still alive, he goes on. That's why I didn't want you to put the key in its Tim until we got out. I knew every toy and every life-size doll in the factory would go to sleep forever <laughs> when you use the key. <laughs> they don't die, they just go to sleep forever. <laughs> Even, honestly, worse. You blink. Mm. I don't get it. You say. You care that much about keeping the toys alive? The pig under your arm squirms happily. I'm glad you did, though. You add, giving the pig an affectionate squeeze. Toys are cool. Benny hesitates for a second. But I mostly cared about keeping myself alive. Keeping yourself alive? You say. What do you mean? We're gonna really figure this out for the third time. Yep. <laughs> Benny, Benny gazes solemnly at you. I'm gonna tell you a truth that is dark, deep, and shocking that you will have never heard before. He says. I knew all about the living toys. And I knew they were making human-looking dolls to carry out a secret plan. Because I'm a doll. Go to page 90. What? Whoa! You sputter. You're a doll! Whoa, my God! Revelation. <laughs> Benny pulls off his shoe and shows you his foot. There in his heel, you see a battery pack. You're so amazed. You can't speak. You're so shocked. You just stare at him. If you'd put the key in its Tim when I was in the factory, I would have died. No. <laughs> Benny explains. 
By the way, I'm the one who put your name on the list for the factory tour. I wanted to show you. I wanted you to see how cool the live toys were. Just didn't realize how dangerous it would be. Nasty Kathy turned out so mean. You open your mouth, but for a few seconds, you can only manage a faint croak. Then finally, your voice works. Uh, oh, okay. So you're a toy. But what about this secret plan? You ask him. Why life-size dolls? Benny gives you a small smile. Oh, that's a story for another day. Mm, yeah, yesterday. He tells you mysteriously. <laughs> He's right, of course. It is a story for another day, yesterday, or another page, the last turn to page. But for now, you're happy to know that you've had some fun and came out of it alive in the end. So you're telling me for a proper ending, we need to have mm. both done all of the endings in this route, but yes. also that they explain it every single time anyways? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess I, it makes... The, the part of it that makes some sense of, uh, it, in my mind is that in the canonical route, they do have to explain at the end as a revelation that, hey, Benny is a toy. So I think maybe what they were trying to do here is instead of having these kind of like, you know, uh, nebulously canon universes, they were giving you with the failure, hey, here's the solution to get to the right one. Because if we went the entire way through with Benny is a toy, but Benny is also our friend, every choice made based on those would have gotten us here. That is So it might have been trying to streamline it. And we resisted at every turn. Mm-hmm. But we saw some cool things while we did. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd say that's... I think that we may have seen every single page in that half of the book. I think we literally Entirely saw... Possible. I think we literally saw every single page on that in that side of the book. Aside from aisle three that we technically saw. You know what? There's actually also additional value to one of the losses that we got early on, which is this doesn't tell us that Benny's plan is to institute us as ruler of the new kid-friendly world. Mm -hmm. That's still in the cards. Nasty Kathy wasn't related to that at all. Yeah. That was irrelevant. <laughs> that was irrelevant. Woo! So, so without that negative ending, we would not know that we are, you know, the story for another day, the smile, is he intends to elect us ruler of the world. Which means that we still have to put in batteries forever. So, so you're telling Fewer me robots. the ending that we got one hour ago mm -hmm. is equally as good as the ending we technically have now. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I guess in the other one, Nasty Kathy still exists. That's, That's the big differentiator. I guess that is a pretty... <laughs> we did we did do a little murder this time. That's fair. Uh, as exactly. We knocked off the knockoff Harley Quinn. But alas, uh, yeah, that was, that was that one. It was a good... It's hard to process what I felt about it. I, I liked mm. that it brought back the... Um, I really do like the, if you got X, then X. But I think it was like ham-fisted yep. in its method where like... I think that it should be like if you didn't get that, then go to this other option, not just take a mm -hmm. shot in the dark. I don't. I, I think that that's the better way of doing it. Uh, but yeah, when because when you have done it, it feels really good. Like it's, actually, mm -hmm. it's just a really neat feeling. Uh, but yeah, it was very circuitous 
very just like loopy, 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 uh, like Knight in mm. Screaming Armor. It wasn't quite Knight in Screaming Armor. That one we had to divert back into the other half of the book. <laughs> so, but it was, I think oh, it's just wait. as long as Knight in Screaming Armor, though. Ah, uh, is there, because, hang on, go, not going to aisle three where we would have found this item yes. uh, is what ultimately was part of the path that led us into the the trap that ended up asking, hey, do you have this item? I just wonder if there's a setup where effectively, like, that question is a crossroads that they've set up of, like, the path that has gone for Benny here now gets to prove it. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. We fumbled this one, Rats. But just a touch. I just, did like the CD, though. That was cool. Yeah, no, I liked it. I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Despite the fumbling, I enjoyed it uh, a lot. Uh, both days. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the next book is The Twisted Tale of Tiki Island. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're running out of the ones that we have in this format that, that, that we have like access to in this clean way. So like, we're going to be getting ones that we have to flip through a little bit more, uh, cumbersomely, but the fact that we have them at all, is going to be very exciting. Uh, but with it, it's, it's important to mention, uh, we're on, we're going to be going to book 21, uh, but we have access to books up to 34 right now so this is kind of like a call to action moment if you're if you're somebody who listened to about two hours of us maybe you know maybe you have some kind of goosebumps knowledge or lead or something like that on how to uh get you know access to the next couple books uh 35 and 36 especially which are hocus pocus horror or ship of ghouls if you have access to those or like a scan of those or something like that, uh, do send them our way at turn to page cast at gmail.com. Uh, that would be absolutely wonderful so that we keep doing it even more. We're missing a handful. Uh, another big noteworthy thing to mention is the special edition. Uh, books are, are very, very cool and I'd very much like to do those too. We're missing number two, mm. number six, and number eight for those. Uh, like that's going to be a whole thing. Like I haven't even considered that when we get done with the run of the 42, like we're onto the books that are kind of like what we're talking about, you know, where mm -hmm. we like the, having the inventory and stuff like that. That's what those books are. So it's very true. They are going to become uh, skew much towards game in game. Yes. Book. Less book, more game, but still book. But hey, is there anything else uh, you want to say before we wrap this uh, two-parter, one-parter up? I will mention that if you have made it to the end of this episode, hey, I mean, you could leave, you could click a button and leave a review on one of the podcast websites. I mean, just theoretically, I think it would be something that would be kind of cool to do for, for independent creators trying to do a thing that they like consistently. That'd be nice, please. It would be is, very is, cool. Does this tone work better? Please, pretty know. please. 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 Uh, <laughs> I'm a toy. Uh, similarly, if you are somebody who likes to have, not that the video really changes anything, but like if you want, if you want to help out, another way you can help out is subscribing to the YouTube channel, helping you get to like the partnership uh, territory, et cetera, et cetera. That is youtube.com slash at turn to page cast. 
uh, if you want to help out there by just subscribing over there, leaving likes on any of the videos there if you're already watching there, that would be great as well. That's something I haven't mentioned, so there's that too. But yeah, I think that's that. I think it's going to do it here for today. Uh, will indeed. But we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Adios.